0: Two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know. Pity to know. I'm Jamie East and this, this, is the Smart sound. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, the 22nd of August, and it's Eater Peach Day and a big Happy Birthday to Dua Lipa, Steve Davis, Kristen Wiig, and James Corden. President Vladimir Zelensky has called for strength, but urged Ukrainians to be aware of potential nasty and cruel attacks by Russia ahead of Ukraine's independence day on Wednesday. It comes after the daughter of a Putin ally was killed in a car bomb on the outskirts of Moscow. 29-year-old Daria Dugina, whose father is ultra-nationalist Alexander Dugin, died when the Toyota Land Cruiser she was driving was torn apart by a powerful explosion. Russia's blamed Ukraine and launched a murder investigation, but Marina Litvinenko, wife of Alexander Litvinenko, who was poisoned by Russian intelligence, says Putin often acts against his own people. When Putin became president of Russia, he tried to warn the world it's very dangerous. When a former KGB officer became a head of a state as Russia, unfortunately, Sasha paid his life to prove. Meanwhile, the battle near the Zaporizhzhia power plant continues and former Ukrainian heavyweight champion Vladimir Klitschko is warning that it can't continue. We, the world, need to understand... If that is going off, there's going to be Fukushima and Chernobyl in multiple times. And this, that cannot happen. And in occupied Crimea, which has been the focus of long-range Ukrainian attacks, TVs have been hacked and are playing a Zelensky address instead of Kremlin propaganda. Crimea, Crimea is Ukraine. Somehow the Tory leadership contest still hasn't ended and there are two more hustings to come this week in Birmingham on Tuesday and then Norwich on Thursday. Liz Truss has been the favourite, but after Michael Gove's Rishi Sunak endorsement is the tide turning for the underdog. LBC's Tom Swarbrick put the question to Tory MP Alex Chalk. He's not going to be Prime Minister, is he, Mr Sunak, to be honest? Don't you be too sure. I mean, look, I've seen both of these candidates and the amazing thing is so many people were saying Liz was very good But my goodness, Rishi is something very, very special. The polls still predict a Liz win, even with Gove jumping aboard the Rishi train. So what's holding Tory voters back from backing Sunak? Later on LBC, Sanjita Misca had former Health Secretary Matt Hancock on to ask him, is it that Rishi's been seen as having stabbed Boris in the back? Or could it have something to do with the colour of his skin? The same sort of thing was said uh, by commentators uh, ahead of Margaret Thatcher, for instance, becoming... Prime Minister, and um, it it was as wrong then about a woman as it's wrong now. And with winter on the horizon and the inflation hitting 10.1%, there's still no sign of any government action. But Tory MP and Team Liz member Chris Philip says it's not all that bad. Come on. I don't, it's sort of total gloom and doom stuff. I don't entirely buy. I know things are difficult and we need to take action and we we are taking action and we're going to take even more. But let's not forget, for example, um, that last year the economy grew by 7.5%, which was the highest in the G7. First, we had a heat wave, then strikes and inflation taking us back to the 70s. Now we have sewage taking us back to the Victorian era. Heavy rainfall following the recent drought has meant that water companies have been pumping raw sewage into Britain's seas, prompting the Environmental Agency to issue warnings to holidaymakers to avoid dozens of beaches across England and Wales. New Labour Party analysis of the EA's data suggests water firms have dumped untreated sewage into seas and rivers for more than nine million hours since 2016. And environmentalist Julia Hales is not happy. They are putting pollution in water, which are common bathing spots. They are not warning people. They're not telling them that they're things. People are literally sitting next to sewage pipes and swimming in the water and they are getting violently sick, which is something that actually happened to my son. Infowars host and all-round conspiracy theorist Alex Jones has been having a bit of a well-deserved tough time recently. His lawyers accidentally handed his phone and all his text over to the prosecution in a recent court case, and now he's frantically backpedaling after appearing to dump Trump for Florida Governor Ron DeSantis in the 2024 presidential election nomination race. I guess Donald's blocked his number, so now he's reduced to doing apologies live on air. So this is my emergency message to you, Mr. President. The corporate media edited down a 30-second clip to make it sound like that I'm only for DeSantis and that I've abandoned you. That's not true. I understand you're under attack. I understand you are surrounded, and I'm trying to get you to reassess the situation. Still to come on The small 7, Heidi Klum gets more than she asked for at the cinema and check the skies for dragons. Right after this. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back. It was a busy Premier League Sunday with three big games. Brighton, who started the season strongly, surprised West Ham at home with a 2-0 win, which put them into fifth spot. Man City had travelled to Newcastle, hoping to reclaim the top spot from Arsenal, but they were stunned by a battling performance, which saw City 3-1 down at one point. They battled back to a 3-all draw with goals from Erling Hallard and Bernardo da Silva. Chelsea also had a rough afternoon as Thomas Tuchel's side were outfought and outrun by Leeds. Manager Jesse Marsh, just don't call him the real-life Ted Lasso, says his boys who ran 11 kilometres further than Chelsea during the game are really coming together as a team. Obviously, our goal is to never be outrun, to never be outworked. But also what what we're trying to add is to also to not be outfought. And so if we can add those two things together, then we can start to build something that's real. If you've just had a weekend of dating disasters, fear not, it happens to the best of us. By which I mean supermodel Heidi Klum. She spilled the popcorn with Jimmy Kimmel guest host Nicole Byer about a truly horrific Olly Murs-esque blind date moment. I mean, I had like one weird date where um, we went to a movie theatre and, you know, these big buckets of popcorn. Oh yes, I love so that. So he was holding the popcorn, which I thought was already strange. Like, uh. why do I always have to reach over? Mm-hmm. Like, why don't you reach over? And I'm reaching over and I'm eating the popcorn. And then all of a sudden, there's a hot dog in the popcorn. Dragon Day has finally arrived for Game of Thrones fans all over the world. The long-awaited prequel to the fantasy drama is on Sky Atlantic tonight, and it does not disappoint. The House of the Dragon is every bit as great as its predecessor in its heyday, featuring all the blood brothels fighting and dragons you could wish for. And remember, straight after tonight's episode, you can find out what it all meant and what to watch for next with our House of the Dragon Dragoncast podcast, wherever you get your pots. The gods have yet to make a man who lacks the patience for absolute power your grace, Dreams didn't make us kings. Dragons did. The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Docs.